what we have here is testimonies and God stirring the water, so to speak. If we trust God, God will answer every prayer. He'll raise up everyone that's sick, the mind that's clouded, the eyes that can't see. God will do all of that. He will, and he wants to. And so the unity is definitely, for the body of Christ, the unity is valuable. Now, I want to read something to you in Ephesians that I started with. When the Lord talked to me, it was probably now two years ago, and the Lord instructed me on what to preach when I was out in California. And I came back, and I started, and I preached in Ephesians 1, and I declared some very important things. And Kelly, you hit on it specifically. And I want to read in verse 3 is where I want to start. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Where is the spiritual blessings at? The heavenly places are in Christ. That's pretty plain, isn't it? So where do we get blessed? With all spiritual blessings. So why are we making sure that we worship Jesus Christ? I'm going to get somewhere with this. According as he has, what? Chosen us in him. Before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in what? Love. Yeah, help me teach this morning. Chosen in him before the world was. You know, Second Timothy also says that very thing, that in him before the foundations of the world, we were given his purpose. This idea of existence before you were physical is real. In Christ, were you in him? Don't think of him as a man. Right, Marty? Did we say pull back the veil and see the glory? No wonder you can be in him because he's spiritual. If you tried to be in him as a physical man... You can only be in someone in spirit and in their consciousness, correct? That's how Jesus lived. Jesus lived looking at you, Paula, saying, oh, I chose her from the beginning, from the foundation, before the foundation, before the world. I chose you and gave you purpose before you even knew it. Now, you knew it. But we lost the remembrance of it when we hit this old dead flesh. Boy, yeah, I think I first thing I asked the little baby Madeline was, what you thinking about right now? Because you're fresh out of the womb. Let's go. Let me hear it. What do you what do you remember that you're about to forget as you grow up? Because that's what I want to hear. I wish you could talk. See? Jesus, in Jesus, he remembers us. So why do we want to preach being in Christ? Because that's where you remember. That's where your blessings are. That's where you remember you were chosen. That's where you remember the purpose that you've been given. Oh, man, that's good, isn't it? 
having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. To himself. See, he wants you back. You went out of him, he wants you back. Isn't that what he says to Adam? Adam, I want you back. You were in me, I want you back, come back to me. I've chosen you, I want you back. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to all his good pleasure of his will. It is his will to have you back. He's already purposed it. And he told you that before you ever went out. You know how I know that? Because one of the greatest dreams I ever had was being before the Lord. He told me what he was going to do. Four things I was going to go through. And as he stood, he put me in the womb. And then I was born and said, you will forget it all, but I will remind you. And then I'll visit you and remind you. Isn't that what he does to us today? He visits us and reminds us, uh, I chose you, not the world, not sin, not your old flesh. I chose you, you're in me from the beginning. That's awesome. So imagine the glory that takes place in Jesus as all his children return back to him. Isn't that awesome? That's a testimony. And then he goes on to say, According to his good pleasure, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved, that'd be Jesus, in whom we have redemption. By the way, the world will hate you because you love Jesus. If the world don't hate you, you, you you're not loving Jesus right. Can I speak plain for a second? If the world don't hate us, what are we doing? If we fit into the world... Who's loving who? And what do we love? Let that be a wake-up call. The Lord wants us back. And not just on Sundays. He wants us back. And he wants us back at all times, right? In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Here we go. Verse 9, here's what I preached. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. Mystery, the mystery, Marty, the mystery. He purposed the mystery in himself. Where were we in the beginning? In him. If, if we read 2 Timothy 1.9, which uh, give somebody, or read that for me, Micah. You stay where you're at. I'm going to have Micah read 2 Timothy 1.9. If we apply, where is the mystery of his will? Read right there. In himself. So anyone outside of himself, is it a mystery? Anyone inside of Christ, is it revealed? Is the mystery revealed if you're in Christ? Yes. Read that for me, Micah. Who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, 
but according to his purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. (laughs) There it is. Is that saying the same thing? Is he saying the purpose is the mystery of the will? Is that his purpose? So what is the mystery of his will? That's what we started building on. The unity, the revelation of Jesus, the vision of God was about the mystery of his will. I revealed the mystery to you. I'm doing it again today. The mystery of his will, he purposed in himself, verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. (laughs) Look at 11. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Now I could keep reading. But you see the point here? Jesus, what has been the mystery of his will? The will of Jesus and his entire purpose has been about what? Gathering all things that were in him in the beginning He wants it all back. Marty, your return to God is the glory of God. It's like it's his glory. Imagine, just as I did this purposely, I don't just get excited about having a grandbaby. There's glory to it. You don't get excited just about having a baby. There's glory to it, isn't there? It's like a a papa that says, come home, come home, come home. That's how Jesus feels. That's how God feels. It's like he has birth to all these children and they went out, separated from him, and he, he let them go. He let all of us go. For what purpose? Do you know why? Why would Jesus let you go out? Oh, interesting question then. To learn? learn? The answer is always to learn, isn't it? What else is it? Yeah, to know God and His love. That's awesome. So there can be a return. I love that. All these are right answers. Okay. So you get to... In that learning, you get to experience good and evil. Boy, that's true, isn't it? So going out, coming back home, you you really get a grip of what his glory is. To know him, yeah. So all these are good answers. So and and then at the end. You finally get to have power over everything that would draw you out of the kingdom, wouldn't you? And the love of God would be so great. And your revelation of Jesus would be so great. What I love about what Jesus is doing is he allows us this will. Now notice the mystery of his will 
is to gather. But our will is to do what? Scatter. Isn't that interesting? I'm glad you said that. Because it reminds me of what Caiaphas, Caiaphas, how many know who Caiaphas is? The high priest that wanted to kill Jesus. Do you know what Caiaphas said? Caiaphas, after, matter of fact, it's in, um, I, I'll tell you what, let's, let's look at it. Uh, John chapter 11, verse 46 and right after Lazarus was raised from the dead and Jesus said, I am the resurrection. But some of them that believed in the resurrection of Jesus and Lazarus was raised from the dead, some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. Oh, just like them, isn't it? Then, then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees in a council and said, what? What do we do? For, for this man does many miracles. They, they didn't know what to do with Jesus. If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans shall come and take away our place and our nation. Now this is the Jews conspiring behind Jesus, behind his back, right? And one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest the same year, said unto them, you know nothing at all. Now watch the manipulation that Caiaphas is about to say. He knows the prophecies of God, of the Old Testament. And watch what he does. Verse 50. Nor consider, you know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation should not perish. He's going to use Jesus, Nancy, as, a, as one that goes to the slaughter. And he's setting up this council to say, we're going to use prophecy to kill a man that we hate. And they don't even know he's fulfilling it. He doesn't even know. And this spake he not of himself, but being a high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for the nation and not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. That what caught my attention was the word scatter. This old devil even knows that Jesus wants to gather everything that's scattered even the devil knows it. Why do you think the devil is working overtime? What's Revelation 12 say? Because he knows he has but a short time. Listen, if you stay scattered from the body of Christ in thought and consciousness and works and live your life separated from the, the will of God, the devil will keep you scattered, and the longer we stay scattered, the longer he gets to work. Did you know that? The more unity that comes together, oh boy, his day comes to an end. And I want to encourage you, not only that, provoke you to righteousness and gathering unto the Lord. The vision of the Lord here 
first and foremost, see, you could approach this so many different ways because every answer fits into this whole vision. Oneness, having the Spirit revealed, walking in the Spirit, having Jesus revealed to us. You know what happens and why we want to preach the revelation of Jesus? Because Marty, the minute he's revealed to you, he's going to tell you this one very important thing. You know what it is? Come home. Come, you belong to me. That's what he's going to tell us. So do I want to follow Jesus as just a man? Or do I want to follow Jesus as Lord of Lords, King of Kings, the I Am, and everything that comes with that? You bet we do. And so if we, if we give ourselves to the gathering of what Christ is doing, that's why the, the body is so important. That's why the word is so important to gather. Even the devil knew, like we just read. He knew, I'm going to bring this guy in. And see, here's what they're thinking. You say, well, why would he say together? Because that helps Jesus. No, here's what he's thinking. He's thinking if I set this guy up to fulfill a prophecy, it will gather all the people in and he'll be gone and we'll have access to all of them. They're ours. That's what he's saying. He's mad because Jesus has come and they don't know what to do with him. He's performing the kingdom of God, Keith, and they don't even understand it. And now they're losing their nation and their seat to the Romans. Because Romans had that whole area captured. And here they are going, let's, let's kill him. Everybody will rally to it and then we'll have our way with it. That's what he's doing. He had no idea that when Jesus looked on the cross, he says, I'll be back. I'll be back. And I'm going to get everything that belongs to me. But I have to die first. And that's why Jesus, when he was a man, he did not go to every nation. Because he was there to do a very specific purpose. And that was going to help fulfill the gathering. That's why he raised up apostles that said, now you go. Now how could the apostles do all of that? The Spirit. How could this teaching I've been doing this week, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, when I talked about how Paul used the Old Testament exodus of Israel in Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. He told the story of Adam. He tells the story of Abraham. He tells the story of the exodus out of Israel. He tells the story of, of following the Spirit. And all of that is through the eyes of Jesus. So how can you say, I've experienced everything Israel experienced in Jesus? And like I said, I'm going to say it again. Paul showed that as Israel was in slavery in Egypt, through Christ, we're delivered from the slavery of sin. Is that awesome? Just as Israel was baptized in the Red Sea and come out the other side without any enemies, we are baptized in the Spirit into Christ. Where are our enemies? And then the cloud and the pillar of fire. Oh my goodness. The Spirit 
of the Lord guided them. Do we have that same spirit today? So you know what the the work of Jesus is in this purpose. I'm going to tell you the greatest secret to obtaining everything we're saying. And it's very important, and we've said it for years, but you must perceive it. If you're going to enter into Christ and be with him and understand that, you've got to understand. Inward first, outward second. You don't get to heaven by an outward work. You let God fix the inside and the outside is fixed. That's simple. How am I in Jesus? Well, if I experience Jesus inwardly, I understand how. Because he reveals it to me. But Jesus himself said it, Marty. First clean the inside of the cup. And the outward will be clean. And the Pharisees always did what? They wanted to clean the outward. They wanted to clean the outward. Jesus said, nope. I have a solution for you. This struggle that you've been going through in the flesh, you're trying to fix it the wrong way. Let me show you what works within you. So here's my question. Along these lines is if Jesus had you in him before the world. Now, have scripture already proven that? Now, on some level, you were in Christ. Now, in this life, in your personal life, right now, right here, sitting here. Is it the vision of Jesus Christ and the purpose of Jesus Christ? To have him in you. And when he's in you. Will you be gathered? Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Can I use you Marty? Come on up. Marty. Stand right here. Now through the years. Rick talked to you a lot. Didn't he? Did you always listen to him? Did you always do what he said? Did you always obey him? Not always. Not always, did you? Through the years, have I talked to you? Have you always listened to me? Not always. Not always. Have you always obeyed? Not always. The words that I preach. And we didn't lord over you, did we? Did we try to boss you around and, and put our agenda of the flesh in you and make you do everything we wanted? We've always preached the gospel to you. Yes. Yes. Now, how come you didn't always listen? Had my own will. You had your own will. Very good. That's a good answer. You guys want to help out too? What else? Perception. Yeah. Pride. <laughs> They're calling you out, Marty. That's why I'm letting them do this. Didn't know how to do what you were instructed. Awesome answer. True? Distractions? Look at the people, Marty. Look at them. They're calling you out, man. You know how they know how to call you out? Oh, here we go. Okay. This is what I'm looking for right here. 
You didn't perceive it as the word of the Lord. Why? Because it was outside of him. You know, it's difficult to always follow the preaching when he's outside of you. Well, Gary said, you know what you need? You need good preaching outside of you. But you need the Lord to come inside of you and go, let's obey that. You need that remembrance of Jesus in you that says, I was with him. I'm going to be with him today. Oh, he is, he is raising me up. The word of the Lord is talking to me from within, not from without. And, and that new man in him is that inward man that is, that is receiving the word of the Lord. How can you go wrong? So when, when Jesus comes together, take for example, I can come into this place and do my very best to gather us all together and have a great time together and fellowship and be awesome. But if the Spirit doesn't gather you inwardly, you're still on the outside, hanging right outside the edge, aren't you? You like it. It's awesome. I know I belong here, but I, there has to be more. Well, I'm going to tell you how that works. You let Jesus get in you, in his fullness and his glory and his revelation. You will never want to leave him again. And you know what that does for us, Marty? See, you've had some things happen to you recently. Marty gave a, a testimony for us. I told you it was unfinished, right? And I told him that was purposely. I used him in a little bit different scenario. And so I knew it wasn't going to be finished. But here's what I've noticed in Marty is he came to me because the Lord is talking to him inwardly. Is that true? Because we've been talking for years. Yeah. What changed? The Lord. the Lord talked to you within you. Bringing things back to my remembrance. There you go. Hey, bringing things back to his remembrance. Who does that? You know, it, it is true. And we'll get to this testimony, but Marty came to me and reminded, or what the Lord reminded him of three things that he did over 15 years, 20 years? 1999. 24 years. So things that you did not even know existed in that 24-year period, the Lord comes and shows you three things that has hindered you over 24 years, and you didn't even know it. It's a new thing to you because the Spirit of the Lord is doing it. Does that, did that make you draw closer? Oh, yeah. First thing he did was, we're going to lunch every week. Now it's every two weeks. And it's because the gathering was within, not without. Thank you, Marty. That's awesome, buddy. Thank you. And you know what? You think any of us are different? Or do you think the Lord wants us all to be gathered together in the unity? Did you notice after the church started coming together, one of the first things the Lord showed me was, you get those women. You get those women. And I made a clear statement. Our church is not a church without the women. And we, we started talking and having meetings. 
then God was so faithful to start moving upon the ladies. And then we go to Boise and the elders' wives are ministered to. It only makes sense, the order. And I go, God's moving. Yet I still see a need for growth. Do you ladies need to grow up a little bit? Michelle, you guys need to grow up a little bit, huh? Oh, as do we all. And therefore, I look and we will grow up because prophecy said we will. But here's the key as I close this out today. We're gathering. But see, it's not just outward anymore, Keith. I knew for a while, and Micah and I talked about this. Micah's my witness on this. We said it would come. I knew it would. That the Lord would heal us. He'd fix it. He would take those who are dead and raise us up. We're still in the journey. See, don't think for a second when we had that communion. That, that broke the walls down, didn't it? Remember the communion? Was that a gathering? Under who? Yeah, we remembered that he died for us. And the unity, that brought us so close together that day. But it's not done. And you feel it too, don't you? Because some days you come in here and it's like, I'm trying, man. I mean, you say we're gathering. I'm, I'm really not feeling it today. Well, like I said, I mean, I don't feel it every day. I'm a man just like you are, men and women. We're we don't feel it every day, but the Lord does. So I stay close to him, right, Marty? So he's gathering. So continue to gather. And what I want to see here in this vision of the, of the Lord Jesus that he gave us, let's finish this work, man. Let's finish it. Let's, you, let's come together. Just remember, you can't accomplish gathering just in the physical bodies. We love this parable of this church. We love this gathering. But spirit, mind, consciousness, having an awakening with Christ, that is awesome. Isn't that what we want? Now, that was a good example, Marty, because God's going to finish the work in you, man. We started this journey a while back. But God knows how to bring you to your knees, doesn't he? I love that. Some people may not like it. Who don't like it? Who doesn't like reproof and correction? Come on now. Devils? People with pride. Who else? Tell me about yourself. Come on. Tell me about the thought in you that resists God sometimes. Real quick, real quick. Offense? So Julie said, it's a struggle at first because you get knocked down. You just have to get up, right? Is it the fool who says there is no God? There's no God. I ain't submitting to no God. There is no God. I'm not submitting to no God. I'm God. That foolish son of perdition, man of sin, you liar. Thief and a robber. Yeah, the dragon, the devil, Satan. But like Jesus said, Get behind me. Is that the word? Well, let's stand up and tell him. Hey, would you dare say, devil, get behind me. Would you say it? Get behind me. Get behind me. There's a gathering going on. 
There's a gathering. Now, I got to tell you this before we go. There is a gathering that comes. There's, there's actually multiple gatherings, okay? It's like prophecy. Was, is, is to come, okay? This is a, this is a big time secret. Was, is, is to come. The Lord gathers and gathers and gathers and gathers. So the gathering that he's doing now of the sons and the saints of God, the daughters of God, he's gathering everyone because it says at his coming of the day of the Lord, he, he, he needs all the saints gathered together so that he can mark them with a name so that when the wrath comes, they're not touched. How many want to be in that gathering? Yeah. Where I have the name. Isn't that one of the overcomers? The name. Gather me, Lord. That's our prayer. Let's pray. Gather us, Lord. Come on, gather us. Gather us, Lord. Gather us into you. Bring to remembrance everything you've ever told us. Bring to remembrance the word of the Lord. And cause me to remember this New creation that you have made us. Cause us to remember and gather us and finish this work. So that we will reign with him forever. Isn't that awesome? Praise God. No questions today. I just want a good praise to the Lord today before we go out of here. Clap your hands. Amen. (laughs)